And we're back here on Intercom Radio. I'm Dr. Laura Murillo, presidency of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We like to have a lot of our partners here on our radio program. Today, we've got AARP and Cadence Bank. Joining us today is Patrick Pacheco and also our good friend, Isabel Longoria, Senior Executive of the Year. And uh, thank you so much for being here in studio to talk about fraud. I know, dreadful subject to talk about. But you know what? You're going to help a lot of people avoid identity theft, and all of those other things. So welcome to the show this morning. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, let's start with you, Patrick. Cadence Bank, uh, our friend Paul Murphy, serves on the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Board, has been very good to our chamber from day one of my starting. 13 years ago when we uh, were looking for a home, Paul Murphy made sure to make that happen. And 13 years later, we're sitting here with you, Patrick, still involved now with what is Cadence Bank, which, by the way, has a tremendous story. And congratulations to all of the accolades and uh, great work of the bank. Thank you very much, and thank you for the opportunity. Paul's a great guy. Yes, he is. And and tell us, your title again is what? So I'm Trust and Asset Management Executive. I run the Trust and Asset Management line of business Well, that's the job you want, I think, if you're over at Cadence. This sounds really important, Patrick. So we're glad you're here. And Isabel Longoria, how long have you been at AARP now? Uh, almost four years, yeah. Wow. Doing a lot of good work for seniors here as the yes. Associate State Director of Outreach and, uh-huh. and Advocacy and just trying to make sure we're getting the word out. And you're making sure that outreach part is you guys are doubling down on that because I see that you guys are out in the community, out everywhere, and doing some incredible work. And one of the things that we want to shatter right when we start off with this is AARP is not just for folks who are over a certain age. You guys provide so many services. Both of you have extensive information on your websites, both on Cadence Bank and AARP, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, everyone thinks we're just for folks who are retired, but really we want to talk to everyone about what it means to age and grow older with your family and how we mm-hmm. build cities and communities. And you're right, provide that programming for people and families. So visit both of those websites. We're going to start with Patrick. Let's talk about fraud. Why should we be aware of it? What are some of the things that we can do to protect ourselves? Well, identity theft is something that everybody should be concerned about, whether they're, they're older, whether they're younger, any, anybody can be uh, struck by identity theft. What, what the individuals, the bad, the wrongdoers are trying to do is get information about you, personal information, be it social security number, mm-hmm. passwords, uh, bank account numbers, anything they can to try to take advantage of your financial assets, whatever they may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, uh, you have to be, you have, just have to be vigilant about everything that you do. Uh, some of the very simple ones, they call you and ask you for either payments late, they need okay. your password, and they can get it out of your bank account. Some people, you know, they're concerned, they don't want to have a late payment and actually give bank account information, give passwords. It could be as simple as that or it can be very sophisticated. You know, the banks will get hit by individuals that, that try to come in and they, they, will, they will hack in and copy emails and they'll watch a pattern of emails. And then they'll send an email saying, wire money to this account. And so that's why the bank has a callback, has a, has some protections built in to make right. sure that, that that doesn't happen. But occasionally it, it's, it, it's, does, it has happened. It does. Uh, people get very comfortable with doing the same thing all the time. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, there's been, there's been treasurers of companies that have thought they got emails from presidents of companies saying, send me money to do something. And they call the bank and they get it done. And they just didn't verify who they were getting something from. So it's, it's, a, it's very difficult. I think it's just, it's just vigilance more than anything, really thinking about that somebody could be trying to take advantage of your financial information. And, and I would imagine technology has made it easier in many ways to commit this fraud and identity theft, or are there some things that help protect people? Well, I think it has made it easier in that we've become very used to just popping off an answer to something. 
the, the same thing that makes us very efficient can also make us very prone to, uh-huh. to, to, to jump on and, and respond to something. Click on a, you, you make an email, it has a link, says please click on this link right. to do X, Y, Z. When you click on that link, it could do all kinds of things, whether it's taking financial uh, information from you, whether it's mm-hmm. some type of ransomware. Now they say, well, we've got your computer. Give us $10,000 or else you can't get all your data back. Yes. Uh, just a lot of things like that that we get so used to just being quick and, and efficient and easy. Uh-huh. Uh, things you can do to protect. There are uh, <laughs> some very simple things just to make sure something hasn't happened. Check your credit report every year. Yes. Uh, you get a free credit report. You can do that. There are credit services out there that will monitor your credit for you and will tell you there's a bank account been opened. Is there's this a, yours? Is this, is this yours? Have you, have you applied for this? Uh, did you, do you now have a new car loan? You know, yes. what, you know, everything that's on your credit, they're, they're monitoring will send you a notice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's, you know, the, the services that, that will monitor it nonstop. You have to be used to, you have to pay attention to it yes. though. If you're not paying attention to that either, that doesn't do anything. Pay attention to your, your bank account. Your statements. Still statements look come at out and statements. people don't look at them. You know what? I look at mine. I have two teenage daughters and I receive one of my credit card statements and they both have this credit card and one of the statements was for a Lamborghini. So I called both of them up. I said, okay, which one of you bought a Lamborghini <laughs> without mommy's permission? <laughs> but you've got to look at the statements, right? Yeah. Isabel, and from your perspective, you're out in the field, you're talking to people. What are you sharing with them? What kind of uh, resources do you all have to help folks protect themselves from identity theft, fraud, et cetera? Yeah, and exactly. And, and the exact same stuff Patrick is talking about because we all know how scams are coming in now. And even our folks at AARP are getting educated about being careful and watching those clicks and phone calls. Mm-hmm. Someone calls and says, hey, grandma, it's your favorite grandkid. Oh, and you say, no. Laura, and they say, yes. yes. And they just start rolling until oh. they can get information. But especially right? the, the vulnerable population is the, the older population. We yeah. uh, met with our folks at the Better Business Bureau, and it's amazing the ingenuity and creativity and the lens that people go to to make it happen. I received a phone call, and it was similar to that in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And it said, oh, and they had my name. Mm-hmm. Laura, it's your cousin. You Remember go. me? How have you been? Well, they called the wrong person because I'm probably the only person in the world that does not have cousins. <laughs> and so I hung up right away. And so, again, you know, we're busy. We get those emails, we hit the click, and then before we know, we're like, oh, my God, what do we do? But if it's a bank calling, if Cadence is calling, mm-hmm. they're not going to be asking you for information. They should have your information. No, we're never so go- help us determine, like, which calls are legitimate. Well, first off, we're never going to call and ask you for your financial information. Okay, because you've got it. You know right. who we are. So you should, one, know who your banker is, know who the folks are down at the, either your retail branch the or your private banker. individual who, who person. Who is it that you normally talk to? And the great thing is about Cadence is you guys are, have a great footprint throughout the city, and folks can still walk into a physical place, and you should have a relationship with someone yeah. over at yeah, Cadence. We try to be very high touch, and mm-hmm. if you're at a, at a high touch bank, you should know who's, who's, coming to, who's talking to you, who you're used okay. to hearing, who's used to picking up the phone. Okay. Rarely are we going to call you. Uh, about a financial transaction unless we're calling to verify something. So if we're trying to initiate a financial transaction, if anybody's trying to initiate a financial transaction from the bank, that should be a concern. Uh, now, maybe they'll call you and tell your payment's late. Oh, okay. And my payment. What if they call and say, your payment's late, we want to take your payment over the phone? That's the difference. Now, okay. they may say, we can take your payment over the phone. Okay. One, you need to make sure that, uh, is your payment even late? 
And there's people that'll that'll pay pay things, and this is where I think with the elderly, they'll call and say your your mortgage is, is overdue. Okay. And and they've already paid it once, maybe twice, maybe three times that month. Once yeah. to the bank, and the other two times to somebody that's taking taking advantage of them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you know, make sure you're talking to that person. If if you're not certain, hang up and say I'll call you back, and call the bank back directly and say I think my payment's late. Okay. And they may tell you it is or it isn't. Yeah. But that way, if, if you have any concern whatsoever, don't give the information. Don't feel pressure to provide information. Don't feel pressure to pull out that credit card. But the reality is, I mean, you see now even gas stations, right? You put your credit card in and there's sometimes, I don't know what it is, and they're taking copies of it or what have you. So what do we do? I mean, we've got to purchase things. And most people now, it's amazing how many places I've gone and I'm a pay cash kind of person. No, we don't take cash. Really? No, it's all credit card and you have to pay through credit card. And then I worry about the, especially population that may not have a credit card. Yeah. And all of these things now are no paper. It's all electronic. And so I think it opens up just a whole opportunity of perhaps folks that have bad intentions. What are you seeing in terms of the the population you deal with? Yeah, and for us, it's it's twofold. One, uh, getting people comfortable with actually downloading those apps. So if you're at Cadence and they have an app, right, download it so you can see every time you spend a charge, it pops up. And you can say, okay, that looks right, or that's the Lamborghini I wish I had bought for myself, right? right. Um, but then the next step is don't be embarrassed if something happens. Mm-hmm. If you see something strange, it's okay to call immediately and ask a question. Um, what we've seen from scammers, too, is testing. So they'll steal a credit card and they'll spend $20, and see if you report and freeze it because they want to see if you're paying attention. And then you think, well, $20, maybe I bought gas and I forgot. Maybe that was a late charge. Um, and then what happens is then they spend 100 and then all of a sudden it's 1500 or that Lamborghini again. And you're like, well, that's a much difficult, more, much harder problem to get out of. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we see at ARP is don't be embarrassed. Ask questions right away. And then if you get into a situation where you think your identity is stolen or you have an issue with your credit card, you can actually call the AARP Fraud Watch line. And you can find us on aarp.org slash fraudwatch of how to report all of that. So we have trained volunteers, right, who will walk you through here's the Social Security Administration number. Here's maybe the police officer if that needs to be reported or we'll sit with you as you call your bank and walk you through step by step. How do you freeze your credit? How do you track your reports? And all of those steps where it's it's better to get that done instead of feel embarrassed. And then you get your money gets more and more stolen. You know, Isabel, we've been talking for some time now about the many, many services of AARP. And every time I talk to you, you come up with something new that you guys do. <laughs> I didn't know that this was something that you all covered. Visit the website. I mean, everything from career uh, training or identification and all Family kinds of caregivers, uh, local care, events, yeah. uh, quality of life, sidewalks. They're <laughs> all over it. And of course, all of this can be financed by our friends at Cadence Bank. <laughs> so keep them in mind. Patrick, what else do you want to talk about as it relates to fraud and identity theft? Well, I mean, there's there's the there's also this thought of when you get older yes. uh, and and you start realizing you might be slipping a little bit. Um, I know AARP calls me. I keep telling them I'm 27. I'm not sure why I keep getting all these things. <laughs> and you can the mail. still be a member. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but then I said I should join anyway, even though I am 27. Uh-huh. Not really. Uh, and I, I have joined. I'm not 27. Uh, so the uh, as you get older and you start realizing you're slipping, there's ways you can do can can set up your finances so that somebody else is watching them. For example, we have individuals that'll set up what's called a management trust. Mm-hmm. We'll put assets into a trust. And, and they may be a co-trustee with their child. They may have the bank be the trustee paying the bills because they realize that, you know, every time the gardener asks me for a check, I can't remember if I paid him last time, so I just write a new check. 
wait before before you start slipping, before you start realizing that something is not working, or you might not realize something's not working right. Uh, setting up some estate planning, but some some planning for 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 living, not for dying. That part's easy, but for living, what happens if I'm incapacitated or I'm starting to become incapacitated? Yes. Early on, early Alzheimer's onset. Something that I can put in place so that somebody else can be watching what's happening with my money. Or eventually take over or, the management of my money. So the question would be, when people hear this, estate and managing and trust, is it a fortune or can it be someone who, you know, worked 20 years at the post office perhaps and is just getting by? I mean, imagine you're not taking on everyone's, you know, scenario. So it, 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 is, it's, uh, it, it doesn't, it's not a fortune. I think for the most part, uh, people that have amassed some, some nest egg, they have a home, uh, they have some type of benefits coming in, a 401k that they're going to be pulling off of. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the, every one of those individuals should be looking for some planning of some type. Okay. Uh, not just again for dying, but what happens if for I become living. incapacitated? That's uh, really good. Powers I mean, of attorney. Yes. You have the right people on those. Yes. Uh, management trust so that you don't have to rely on an agent under a power of attorney. Maybe you have a, a, a bank like Cadence Bank serve as your trustee yes. and, 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 and make sure that your bills get paid, make sure your needs are taken care of. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the personal needs. Uh, it's not going to be t- making sure you go to the doctor, taking you to the doctor, but it's going to make sure the doctor gets paid and only gets paid once. And you said it there is, is having control and being able to plan while you can make the decision rather than someone making the decision for you. And I know especially for people who are caring for parents, those are difficult conversations, but I bet you if you go to the AARP website, <laughs> it will help you navigate these conversations. Absolutely. Yeah, we have a caregiver's guide on just Aww. that as people are getting older, how yes. they can start having conversations with their families and what we like to say is start young right start early use those holidays to start talking about the family planning the fraud so that when anyone gets in trouble or when those hard conversations come up it's not the first time you've had well and also so that it's not one where the the parent or the 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 person that is being you know communicate what doesn't isn't defensive and it's not in any way uh disrespecting them it's the care and again going to the fact that you have to have these conversations and your banks, uh, such as Cadence and others, can sit with you and help walk you and navigate that process. And then the the, the emotional side, the the parent sibling dynamics that can you know yeah. create you know sometimes some real challenges are nothing that hasn't been done before. There's help out there. Cadence Bank is there to sit with you, and so is AARP. Patrick, before we close, any closing comment? No, just uh, be vigilant, be careful. Know that there are some wrongdoers out there. Yes, uh, not everybody's bad. Yeah, but there are some that are, and uh, and and be careful and, and teach your kids. Uh, yes. you said you know communicating with family. You can't start too young. No. Uh, with it, with with financial uh, ideas, financial management, you cannot start too young with your children. Very important. And if you don't know how to do that, visit AARP. And I'm sure there's another page that talks about finances <laughs> and talking to your children. On behalf of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, we want to thank you for joining us today to our friends at Cadence Bank for all that they do and also AARP. Please visit their website and support our corporate partners such as AARP and Cadence Bank. Have a great day. Isabel, Patrick, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good day. Thanks for joining us.